Hearing voices? I'm hearing voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. Well, the drivers at the Indianapolis 500 don't do it alone. Certainly you're aware that they pit, but you may not be aware that in two of the turns, they have spotters. And this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson, we're joined by Robbie Fast. How do you become a spotter for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, a team, and an IndyCar? Well, it became a rule back in, you know, pretty much the mid-90s. And then at that point, I was still doing an over-the-wall, uh, doing pit stops. I was a fueler, and then I've uh, been before also an air jackman, um, you know, during pit stops for years. Um, you know, as I got older, we got a lot of younger kids coming in, and they got better doing quicker, fast pit stops than I could possibly do. So... Um, gave it a shot one year and it first started actually here in uh, 2000 with with John Andretti and actually the Brickyard 400 um, and then just kind of took off from there uh, went full-time in 2003 spotting for Buddy Rice um, you know in the Red Bull Cheever uh, car back then and just kind of just kept going and going and going and then got more involved even with more NASCAR and then sports car and then now with Chip Ganassi for 15 years uh, been involved with our sports car team doing, um, you know, the 24 hours of Daytona and a lot of the endurance races. Plus, you know, back, back when we had the NASCAR teams, we also were able to do um, our Xfinity team and even help here because we always use two spotters for the Brickyard 400. So it kept me busy and kept me going. So I just kept, you know, trying and, you know, more and more to learn how, you know, different tricks of the trade for spotters. And, uh, you know, my phone never stops ringing. So that's good. You were just talking to some of the members of the military that are out at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I know what a spotter does, but a lot of the listeners don't. You guys are really busy up there. Yeah, here at Indy, it's, it's a different thing because we share the duties. We have a second spotter over in turn three, and then I'm in the middle of turn one. So I have basically the middle of turn four to middle of turn two. Um, you know, and then I see all of pit lane and the start finish flag. So call on the green flags, um, you know, for the driver. And there's the communication directly with the driver, but also, you know, wearing <clears throat> separate radios for crew channels. Um, I have communication with the crew that's down in the timing stand just to kind of help them you know, see what I see and then give them heads up on something that we might need to change a strategy for. Um, so there's more things to doing just rather than keeping Scott Dixon clear. Um, so, but the most part of it, it is, you know, keeping Scott Dixon clear through traffic, you know, what's, um, you know, just basically inside, outside, you know, wherever the cars are at. And, um, you know, so that's just the simple part of it, but there's a lot more to it. And uh, for the most part, I'm just his, you know, air traffic controller uh, for his traffic that he's either catching. But if you're out front, the job is real easy. So that's where you really start paying more attention to other teams and what they are doing and uh, for their strategies and stuff, too. So Robbie Fast is a spotter for Target Chip Ganassi. One of his jobs on race day will be keeping former 500 champion, I guess you're always a champion once you're a champion, uh, safe. Race day itself, you wake up when and what's the day look like between then and when the green flag falls? I will probably be up at 3.30 or 4 and it depends on when our escort comes in. We usually meet all together in a parking lot up the road uh, about two miles from the track and get escorted in from the police department and that brings us into the track just so we don't have any hesitations in traffic and then um, you know, by the time we get here, let's call it five o'clock, and uh, I think the the public gates open at six is when the cannon goes off. So we try to be here long before that and just kind of relax. I have time to relax at that point because my duties on that day is just nothing but spotting. Um, just kind of keep your keep your you know mind right and uh, you know. Uh, rest and relax if you need to up until that point. If it's going to be a hot day, you definitely don't, you know, you need to keep yourself hydrated and whatnot, no different. And uh, so you can definitely just keep your mind focused on what's going to come up here. 
Hearing Voices with Scott Watson is available 24 hours a day at whtc.com. We're also on Apple, Google, Spotify. I love the listeners and would love to hear from you. And if you're polite, I promise to respond. We visit with Robbie Fast. He's a spotter for Target Chip Ganassi. It will be his job to get his driver into turn one and out of turn one safe. You've got probably the best seat in the world for the start of the greatest spectacle in racing. Obviously, you've got a job to do, and you're in game mode when Scott Dixon comes roaring to you at somewhere in the neighborhood of 230-plus miles an hour. What are the feelings like, though, aside from the thoughts? Definitely butterflies at first. Uh, don't get me wrong. It, it is very nerve-wracking uh, for the beginning of the race, and once you get through it, then things settle down. And, you know, the butterflies kind of go away and then it becomes all business. Um, you know, I get more, I get nervous, no different at this race than I do Texas Motor Speedway. We're still doing 215 to 220 miles an hour there. Um, just to give you an example, I've always said that, you know, at that, those speeds you're traveling the distance of a football field in less than a second. So um, you really need to be out ahead of the driver on different situations and stuff. So I just need to keep my mind of where we're going to be starting. If we're mid-pack or if we're up towards the front, it's a little bit easier because uh, you only have a few cars to worry about if you're third or fourth in line. Um, you know, we're, we're going to be fuel saving and things like that, I'm sure. So those, those numbers, if we're back there third, fourth, fifth for the first half of the race, it's not a bad thing because that's really helping us with the strategy. So, um, you know, then again, you just settled in and then make sure that the last, you know, probably 40 laps or so, you, it's going to be all game on. You know, your last pit stop will probably happen in under 30 laps and then um, maybe a lap 25 or something like that. And then it's, you know, if we're green to the end, uh, make sure that we're up front and we're able to pass. So that's the goal. Uh, you've done a lot of these. Does it ever get sick and tired and routine? Uh, no, it, it's never the same thing twice. Uh, this is my 20th year doing the 500 as a spotter, my 25th year, you know, as, uh, you know, a team member. So, uh, like I said, there's never been the same one twice. And yeah, yeah, you know, it's not, the routine is up for everything else, uh, you know, up to the leading up to the race, but the race is a whole different animal itself. The goal at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway is to go fast, and he's got a name for that, too. Robbie Fast, good luck on Sunday, and uh, thanks for the visit today on Hearing Voices. Appreciate it. Thank you very much.